96. It is 96 and 96. it is now rolling. Was it 95? Oh, no, we just done 95. We, we just we? did just 95. <laughs> it's now 96. We are on the countdown to 100. We are. Yeah, well, to be fair, now. We, we have been from the start, technically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you count up to 100? So, I was about to say, depending on how pedantic you want to be, we are technically counting up rather than although, down. Although, I'm if you're talking pedantic. about the music charts, then you do go down, don't you? Count down. So That's because you end up you at count. a lower number, though. Yeah. Not a number. You end, yeah, you end up at a higher number, which means you're in a lower position. Yeah. In the music charts, number one is the best. Number one is the best. Yeah. Mm. I never get, like, with golf. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any, any any golfers no. here among us? Any? I used to play. Yeah, Did yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Okay, Second-hand so knowledge. Badly. <laughs> but but I, right, if you're feeling under par, it means you're not feeling very well. But if you're under par when you're playing golf, it means you're doing really well. Do you know what? I was I was thinking about this yesterday as I as as well, I was yeah, driving over to work. Random. Yeah, it is. Like, what a coincidence! As, as I was driving over to work um, to have my my fun and games with uh, with alarms and doors that weren't locked properly. Um, yeah, I, I randomly had this thought because I was bit of, uh, just a bit a bit of insight in, into my brain. I do a lot of pre- a lot a lot of preparation, a lot of planning, a lot of kind of. Um, almost role-playing storytelling in my head to help me prepare for prepare for games that, for game for games that for games that that I'm going to run, and I can't remember wh- which game it was I was thinking of. But I was thinking some, something along the lines of, "Oh, we've been uh, we've done look at look at what look at what what we've done with with below par equipment and resources resources and all that sort of thing." And I, and I, I literally had that thought to you. I was, I was like, "Hang on a second. If I say they've had below below par resources, that means they've had really good resources, technically mm. speaking. Um, I'm, I'm um, sure that I'm sure no, there's a weird language thing somewhere. No, that, uh, it doesn't. Because in golf, you would say, "Well, par for the course for me would be to get do this hole in however many however many drives and putts." Um, and if I manage to do it in fewer, then obviously that's better. <laughs> so you're actually below your par number, yeah. but yeah, but, that, but that's you're, what I'm you're saying. actually. But actually, um, your performance is above par. You've done it in fewer strikes. Mm. Oh, that, that, maybe that, that, above just, par means like say, lower, like as in the yeah. charts. So, so it's if, always if, a smaller if number. It, if you've done it with a smaller number of uh, drives and putts, then yeah, you're you're doing it below par. What would be par for the course? But your performance is above par, isn't it? I'm just saying exactly the same thing again, yeah. So if you're well, if you're above par, that means you're doing it with more drives and things for the course, so it means you're doing worse. Well that that is another no, reason. It's the other way around. I, no. Either way, either <laughs> yeah. way, that is another no. reason why I believe golf is stupid and I, uh, stupid yeah, and I fuck golf. Well the, the, welcome back listeners to Tales of the Twenty Side. <laughs> a Pathfinder second edition. Let's play podcast. My name is Dom and I'm a GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu. Hello. I'm joined by Neil. Guten Abend. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. And I'm joined by Amy. Four. <laughs> you are indeed mm. the fourth. There we mm. go. <laughs> <laughs> so, may the fourth be with you. Mm. Not, not, not quite yet. We've got a, we've got a few, uh, got a few mon- months to go before before Star Wars Day. Uh, yeah. Indeed, we have. 
<laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, anybody been watching uh, Book of Boba Fett at all? Yes. No. Nope. No. Yes. I do not care for Star Wars. So feel free. <gasps> no, I'm, I'm with you, Amy. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm sort of with you on that. I I watched Mandalorian. It was good fun, but I, I, I it's all a bit tainted for me now. In what way? What's uh, how have they how have they lost your love, Darren? Well, they did Phantom Menace and those three, which I didn't particularly enjoy, mm-hmm. and then I didn't mind Force Awakens. I, I don't. I just. I've not particularly enjoyed any of them that much, apart from the originals. I thought was it Rogue One that was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just yeah, I'm just a bit meh when it comes to Star Wars. I give I, them a I, go, but nah. I, I watched a, a good um, sci-fi film on on Netflix last night. It's new to Netflix. It's called Big Bug. Mm. Big, Big bug. bug. That's Big the bug. French one. The French one, yeah, very good. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, so you know, spoilers. Um, but uh, it's definitely on my radar. Very good. I did watch Dune. Um, oh weeks yes, ago. my mm-hmm. 4K copy like of that turned up. Ooh, it's really good, enjoyed it. it. Mm. Yeah, it's very I thought it was a bit shit. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought there was Blasphemy. a lot of pandering. Um, you know, like I mean. So, uh, like, uh, uh, I like the original with Patrick Stewart. No, but the original has its charm as well. But I feel like this version of Dune is like what Peter Jackson did for Lord of the Rings. I feel like it's just distilled what the book was meant to look like and put it into a film. And I think, in my opinion, it's just done it perfectly. I I don't think it's very constructive to try and compare a new film with an old film. It's seen as two different Mm. films, you know. And obviously, with with we can make sci-fi much better now than we could forty years ago in terms of special effects. But it doesn't necessarily make it a better film. No, it doesn't. Tell you what, I I did watch recently. I burned through all of it in a couple of nights. Was the new Reacher series. Okay. Oh um, yeah, on Prime. I really enjoyed that. Um, I've had a few friends say that it, it doesn't really represent the books very well, but I'm I'm fine with stuff like that. I don't get hung up on no. and, you know and these, that sort of thing. If it's a good show and it's entertaining, I'm fine with that. If I mean, we're not we're not talking literature here, are we? We're, we're talking pulp fiction. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but also like uh, good which, and, uh, which is an I, art form, but, but you know, I, I, I get what Darren said because movies and TV and books and graphic novels, they're all different artistic mediums and different artistic mm. mediums need their own interpretation. If you're just trying to duplicate mm. from one artistic medium to another, you're gonna get it wrong by default. Yeah, which is why there is of... no good game film. Like yeah, they they're... haven't managed to get a good game film. So the but first Silent Hill film wasn't it's bad. It's probably the best. Yeah, that's probably the uh, closest. I have, but I have a like, lot of friends oof. that are big into comics, and they find find a lot of the Marvel stuff sort of problematic. But I'm mm. not massively into comics. I enjoy the films, mm. and I think even if I was, I it, it wouldn't bother me because they're good films. They're entertaining, and yeah. Mm. It, 
you know. Yeah. That's and, it, you've got to look at them in their own and, right. And, and you think that Marvel have got something like a 60-year store of stories to fall back on, stories yeah. where the, the heroes already have a fan base, and they're not just already scripted, they're already storyboarded. They just have to, yeah. All they would have to do, really, is, is to try and replicate that. But it's something they've only been able to do recently I mean you see you know, where they've tried to make Marvel stories in the 1970s it yeah you know, there, there was the, T, the Hulk TV series there was a Spider-Man film yeah. Captain America was it was in the it was serialized for the cinema back in the 1940s but yeah you know mm. it's not that great because they didn't have the, the special effects well actually in some ways it could be better because Captain America doesn't really have superpowers does he mm. yes he does well, he's quite he's quite <laughs> super but he's not really really super he's yes. sort of super super he yes. can't fly. There has been he hasn't a couple got laser of eyes. Regenerative <laughs> yeah, abilities. He's got super strength. He's, he's, he's but not super, super, fast. super duper strength, or not super, not more than humanly possible. He's very. Yeah. Uh, he's. Let's, yes. 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 He's a, he's yes. A, he is. There, there has been a couple of occasions where I've I've really enjoyed a book and then watched a film and been like. Ugh, that was awful. Mm. But it strayed so far from the book and completely ignored mm. it that it's it's yeah it's felt like you've just given it the same name as the book. Yeah. And Sometimes that's not a bad England. thing. Look at Starship Troopers. Yeah. Well, I've not read <laughs> that, but the film is oh. amazing. Oh, mm. I thought yeah, I thought that the, I, I enjoyed them both. I'm thinking of something like World War Z. Where I, I really enjoyed the book, but the movie was just this guy. Yeah. He just, his wife just keeps screwing it up for him. But the, well, the I, she'll, she'll, she'll phone him up because she's feeling lonely when he's trying to sneak past zombies. It's on his phone rings. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the Time Traveller's Wife book. I mm. thought it was really, really good. And then I got around to watching the film and it was awful. Oh, it was I like just the a, film. It was a completely different tone, and I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it again and give it another go. Yeah. But like, like it. I'm not normally hung up on that sort of stuff. But it, the book was quite dark, and the film felt more like a, just a bit of a romantic sort of. Oh, it was a, it was a romantic film. Um, yeah, but, and that's the thing. You know, it's about managing your own expectations there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if if you read the book of Starship Troopers and you think I really like all this right wing extremism, hmm. and then you watch the film, you're going to be disappointed. Isn't, yeah. isn't Starship Troopers meant to be uh, basically a parody of that kind of military industrial complex type thing? The film, yes. The book is very pro right wing. Interesting. I like, know that. Extremely. So yeah, yeah. Um, even though, I mean, it's the same writer who wrote Stranger in a Strange Land, um, but you know his his views changed radically. Oh, really? I, th I thought he was just describing an extreme right wing militarized society rather than <laughs> I didn't realize he, he approved of it. No, he, it was it was very pro. Like this is why we need because it was he wrote Starship Troopers in response to the disarmament of nuclear weapons. Oh right! Mm. I didn't realise. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> so th this is Robert Robert Heinlein we're talking about, isn't it? Uh, d d d d I'm going to say y yeah, yes. It is, yeah, it is Heinlein. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The more you know. There you the go. more you know. Would you like to know more? more? <laughs> well, <laughs> read it because it's always good to understand the mindset of, mm. of people who think differently. 
Yeah, it, it really didn't come across like that. It, uh, uh. Speaking of people who think differently to ourselves, <laughs> should, mm. should we have an adventure, folks? Yes! <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to get back into this one because it doesn't look too good for us right now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Troll it. killer Dally. Don't yeah. Dally. Da- Dally. Dally. <laughs> I'm gonna kick his shins. <laughs> I mean, they are—they are big shins. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm, um, you can't what, miss. Do I come up to like a troll's kneecap? Like, how how big is a troll in relation to Della? I, I like De- Della's not that small. Um, like, you'd probably come up to, you'd probably come up come up to its waist, whereas like a regular human would come up to uh, somewhere in the middle of its chest. Mm, okay. okay, so not not that much bigger. Not, not not super sized by 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 any means. Well, that um, yeah, makes so me feel better. Stab it in the groin; <laughs> it'll be fine. So yeah, you you guys are uh, you guys are uh, are initiating a jailbreak. Um, mm. uh, what's mm. what, what's going on with that, folks? <laughs> well, wow. we we, um, we, we, we haven't moved on. We haven't moved on that that much from the previous episode. We, I mean. Um, Brother Amos was already free of his shackles, thanks to uh, Della. Um, the, the two guards had come down. Um, by the start of episode ninety-five, we had already uh, Brother Amos had already taken down one of the guards. Um, the other one was still still standing. But uh, between us, we managed to neutralise him as well. And now we've we've moved on <laughs> between up. Between us, we, we, between I think, us. I, think I, I sorted that out. Well, yeah, yeah I, 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 I put him down so that you could. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I'd like to say Otto was finally able to be useful in some way. Uh, yes. Trying a new spell, um, trying hideous laughter to put him down on the ground before he had a chance to shut the cell door and, and trap us all inside again. Uh, but yes, uh, Della, then brother Amos, unfortunately, um, uh, proved too soft-hearted. <laughs> Just <laughs> goes to show, pity on him, doesn't it? How, how the god of dice rolls can like be really, really, really fickle. Because mm-hmm. yeah, in episode ninety-four, Della couldn't roll for shit um, <laughs> when it came to unlocking those manacles. Um, mm-hmm. Brother Amos, yeah, absolutely, just wiping him out. Last episode. Brother Amos couldn't hit a guy who was on the floor incapacitated. <laughs> it was just too mm. funny. Della just comes along. Oh, yeah, natural 20. Mm. <laughs> Stab him in the eye. <laughs> so it just goes to show. Mm. Mm. troll to deal with now. So we, we argued over what to do next. We decided to go upstairs and... Um, we found this that Della found this lever in the wall and said what should we do I can hear voices behind there it sounds like there's only two people behind them so <laughs> she pulled the lever and yes there were just two people plus a giant troll I'm, two, I'm, two, two, two people and one very stealthy troll mm. I'm going to uh, hold up my hands here and, and take this is Stu taking the blame not Alwyn um, here because when I suggested the idea that we try and open the door stealthily and quietly and that Della should go first, I missed the part that it's opened by a lever because surely there's no way to do that stealthily. <laughs> open a wall. 
stealthily. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this stone is going to grind its way into other bits of stone. Yeah. <laughs> Do it quietly. <laughs> However, um, Otto's, Otto's uh, Germanic instincts are very pleased by the cleanliness of the corridor that's behind us. Well, morning. you would have thought, given the state of how lovely and clean everything is, they would have oiled the hinges on anything well. So I think I'm going to have to raise a complaint to management. <laughs> that sounds well I don't hard. think I would mention it in my review. I, I, yes. I, I can only assume it's so disconcertingly clean because they're constantly mopping up bloodstains. Yeah, I mean, they must do an exit interview when you escape, right? So <laughs> give all the, and, the deeds in. Now I'm really pleased that Karen, I mean, Della is at the front of the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get my hair cut into a nice bob. I'm on thin ice there. As soon as I get out of here, I'm going straight on Yelp. So, out of out of out of five stars, how would you how would you rate your your your, your incarceration today? Five. <laughs> Actually, I, it's interesting to know all the cleanliness um, about the place from uh, obviously Lord de Goran's um, thing. Um, I'm intrigued. Does Otto have any? Make everything dirty spells. Um, because that might come in useful. You never know. It, it might sully. How can I sully something? Um, I could I could vomit up a swarm of insects. That might. Uh, oh, that sounds gross. really good. Yeah, <laughs> if it's cockroaches or something like that. Yes, bees, bees. Not the bees. bees. Yes, you <laughs> can have a beard. Of I don't bees. think they're particularly stingy. That would be more useful if they were stingy insects. They're just. A swarm of yeah, but bees uh, aren't known for being dirty, are they? No, but cockroaches you expect to see. I mean, apparently, cockroaches are really clean, and if you handle mm. a cockroach, really it will clean itself because humans are incredibly dirty to them. But mm. you kind of expect them around dirt, yes, because they're cleaning it up, or ants. Mm. You know, I mean, the whole thing. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. Is that really how you want me to use my term when we're in mid-fight? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, unless you've got, you know, produced dirt. Well, <laughs> we're all fighting and you're in the corner vomiting up bugs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it might it might distract him or unsettle him. Well, I don't know. I'll tell you what, folks. Shall we find out exactly how dirty you, you can make this place? Yes. <laughs> If yes, anyone can make it. things dirty, it's Otto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so right, let's not make it a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. In that case, folks, uh, let's get straight into it. I would like everybody to please roll initiative. Come on, roll it. Oh, I'm doing perception. Twenty. Eighty. Can I, can I use deception? Because we're trying to be stealthy. I'm going to say no, I'm afraid. Because we aren't <laughs> stealthy. Fair. What, what, what um, are the options? Um, <laughs> I can use perception or what? Um, you can use any skill, as long as you can make a case for it. Oh, actually, can I use stealth? No, I'm afraid not. We're, we're opening a loud door. The wall, the wall has ground open in front okay. of you to reveal you to, to, <laughs> to, to, to this troll. <laughs> can, can I use intimidation? Um, explain to me how you would like to use intimidation. That uh, we, as the wall slides away, the, the guards see us that they're ready for a fight. And uh, that, that, that uh, we have slightly the element of surprise. And they are taken aback. They did mm. not expect to see us. 
No, I'm sorry. No. That's a, yeah. that's a nice try. That's a really nice try. <laughs> but uh, it is a no on this occasion, I am afraid. In that case, a 20. A 20. Okay. Very nice. So 23 for me. I'm 25. Using athletics, and uh, do you know what athletics? I will allow because because you're like a, you're you're going to sort of sprint gonna, past everyone that kind of I'm thing. I'm going to backflip into the room. <laughs> <laughs> that that will be a- a- acrobatics. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Alwyn, what have we got? Eighteen. Eighteen for Alwyn. Okay. And rather a lot more things on this map than I initially realised because I forgot you have uh, you have Maori and you have Clovis with you. Yeah. yeah. So can we, can we just like close the door and pretend mm. it never happened? <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> ha- hang on a sec. Gives a minute. Gives a minute. Right. Well, so Troll is definitely not going first with that roll. Good. Phew. <laughs> Uh, oh, good roll from Clovis. Good. Very good roll from Clovis. Bloody hell. Yes, he's going to tank. He's going to run in and take all the aggro. Mm. <laughs> That's so, our Clovis. Not so good from Maori. Okay. Sorry, guys. I know. I know this is amazing radio. Um, oh no, I love it. <laughs> okay, so acting first with a thirty-seven <laughs> is Clovis Cotton, your your Pathfinder friend. Um, can't really do anything at the moment because he's kind of blocked in by the rest of you, so he is going to delay his turn. For the time being. He um, is on the right. ball. Clovis Cotton. Yeah. Basically he's uh, he's he he's gonna wait for, for some space to open up where he can slip out and perhaps do some damage. Um, after that, just beating out the uh, the winter guard, it's Brother Amos. Ooh. Okay. How far away are they? Uh, so, I'll describe the room for you. The room itself is perhaps... Uh, the, the room you see ahead of you is perhaps... Uh, tw- again, it's about 30 feet wide by... Uh, oh, look at that. Th- th- 30 feet, feet across. Uh, however, at, at the far side where this troll is stood, um, the room kind of tapers in a little bit. Um, so it becomes more more of a trapezoid rather than a complete, complete, completely square room. Uh, I, the door itself has kind of opened a ten foot opening, and I on either side of the door there is one of the one of these these winter guard. Um, you okay. can see that in the centre of the room there are four look to be support pillars, um, perhaps that are that, that are holding up holding up uh, holding up the ceiling. Um, and you, Brother Ramos, I have you in the second rank behind uh, Alwyn and Della. So if you wanted to kind of, kind of 
push past them and get into range with uh, what, some of these guys, you absolutely could. Um, is there is there a door at the other end of the room? Is this a room we can pass through? So you don't see any doors, certainly from where you're stood in this corridor. But, but what you do see is you do see two um, uh, almost ramps or, 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 or yeah, you see two kind of in inclines um, that lead off from the uh, basically to, to to the north and the south on the map. Mm -hmm. right. Brother Ramos, it's your turn. Yeah, so if I wanted to do something like throw this useless flail at one of the you winter flail guard. Flail around. Flail around. Um, I, I, as I run at them, I want to throw this flail at one of them just to see if it does anything. It's a useless weapon to me. I may as well try and launch do it at something somebody's with head. It. Yeah. Yeah, sh sure thing. Okay. So, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, you, you would need to, you need to use an action to move, uh, cause where yeah. Alwyn and kind of the corner of this is, you can't quite get a good line on them. So certainly if you, if, if you were to run into the room and then throw this flail, you could absolutely do that. Um, I'm going to assume you have your you all had your weapons drawn already. Um, yeah. So it would just be a we'll call it a uh, call it a ranged attack. Range. If you want to kind of run out and throw, throw it. Okay. I, I will say that this will probably probably be non-lethal damage because you're you're not really That's wielding okay. it in the way it's meant to be used. So would you like so you would you want to move into in, into the room? Yeah. Okay. Is there anywhere in particular you would like to be? Do you want, do you want to be near to any creature in particular? Uh, I'm going to launch it at one of the Winter Guard and then move towards that Winter Guard to carry on the fight. Sure. Okay. So you, you kind of aim for aim for the guard on on the left. Sorry, on the right as you come. So, no, I, I will say on the left because because it, it makes more sense. Um, obviously, you guys can't see the map, but I can. Um, <laughs> you burst past this uh, past the doorway, and you, as you do so, you kind of get in, into the room into the room itself, and you launch the flail at the Winter Guard. Roll, uh, roll a ranged attack for me. I did already. I got twenty-two. Twenty-two. That is enough to hit, and then um, call that a D six. So just just roll roll a D six. Don't add anything to it. Four. Four points of damage. Very nice. You kind of lob this flail. It cracks the guard across the face. You can see he is uh, he he is fumbling for, for, for his own weapon. As you do so, you have one action left for the Ramos. I'm going to use a flurry of blows to carry on cracking him in the face. All right. Okay. Fourteen. 14 is not enough to hit. Roll the second attack. Uh, second one's minus four, isn't it? Uh, with your fist, yes, it will be. Wouldn't it be a third attack, that one? You are correct. Yes, thank you, Stu. It would be a third attack because throwing the flail would have been an attack. So that would be <coughs> 16. Uh, that is a miss, I'm afraid. Uh, there, <laughs> you, so you... you you run in. You love this. You, you love love this flail. It, it kind of wrap, wraps around the guard's face for a second. Kind of catches him just on the on the cheek. Um, throws it throws it to, to the ground, and is just able, able to get a, 
an armored gauntlet up, up in time to block each of your each of your follow-up strikes. Uh, end of your turn, Brother Amos. He's he's doing his best. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it is the Winter Guard's turn. Uh, so they are going to the uh, the, the individual that that was that, that you just attacked. Um, he kind of takes a step up. Uh, whilst his comrade also steps up, up, up behind you, they have you in a, in a flanking position. Um, they each spend an action to draw their flails, and they will each attack you with their flails, Brother Amos. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> okay, right, so first attack is going to be. Ah, that's a 31. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely is a 20. Oh, so that's a critical hit. Mm. Liberating Ooh. step. Sure thing. And the second attack is a 24 to hit, Brother Amos. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, so, li- liberating step on the critical hit, Arwen. Yes. Let's yes. check you're in range. Yes, you are in range. That's very nice. So, Brother Amos on the first strike. Uh, that would be 11 points of damage. However, what's the resistance? Seven. Seven, so that's a four points of damage. Sorry. Um, four I points of damage. What, I, I wonder if the reduction... Because it's, it's on crit. I wonder if the, if the reduction happens before it's doubled. No, because uh, because it's on the damage, isn't it? So, yeah. So, it's doubled first. So, 11, 22. 17 points of... Uh, no, we're doing... 18. Resistance seven, you said. Yes, sorry, so 15. 15. 15 points of points of, uh, of damage there. Uh, Amos. Amos does get the option to step as a free action as well. Yeah, if he so wants to. Could he step out right. the way of the second attack? Uh, he could, but that would probably provoke an attack opportunity. Mm. I'll, I'll take the hit. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll stay where you are? Yeah. Cool, okay. Alright, so second attack, uh, damage-wise, uh, that is 10 points of damage. Uh, is it wrap, the, the flail kind of kind of wraps around your chest and s- scrapes across your skin. Oh dear, okay. That is them done. Della, we're around to you. Okay, um, is there a way I can get into some sort of decent position with one of these guards? Um, there, ab- there absolutely is. Um, you, w- you would need to kind of step around them. So Yeah. You've, you, you've already seen that these uh, these the, these guardsmen are quite are quite reactive. So if, if that's a risk you want to take, you absolutely can. Mm. Mm. Yeah, can you sort this out. I will take a risk. All right. Della rushes round, forming a murder conga as she does so. Uh, <laughs> murder conga, guard, I love it. <laughs> the guard uh, lashes out at her with his flail. Uh, ooh, that's not great. That is 19 to hit. Ooh, that does not hit. Okay, so he, he, <laughs> he smacks towards you, but you're just too quick, Della. Um, two actions left. Cool, I'm going to take a swipe back um, at whichever... Am I, am I flanking now with Amos? You are, yes. Yeah, I will hit that guard with my dagger. Uh, 24. 24 is a hit, Della. Roll damage with sneak attack. Nice. Sweet. Oh, 7, 10 total. 10 points of damage. Very nice. 
and so you you sort of rush past as he tries to hit you. You slip under his arm and you jab you, you, you jab your dagger kind of up up under under the under under the arm. Uh, one action left, I believe. Oh, I'm going to have another go at that. So I will swing at him again for uh, a four on the dice. So that's not going to do anything. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, unfortunately not. You go for a second strike, and this time he twists in. He twists in time and catches you with the shield as you do so. Oh, damn it! Uh, is that Della done? That is me done. Okay. At the end of Della's turn, uh, Clovis is going to jump in to the initiative at that point. Yay! Yay. Go, Clovis. Uh, so He's you see, better than sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of copying what what Della's done, uh, you see Clovis rushes past you, Alwyn, and he basically extending the murder conga even further. Uh, he goes to the the other side of the guard, who's going to take a swipe at him and hits. So you see Clovis kind kind of gets clocked by the flail as he's running past. Uh, not a horrific damage roll though. And as he does so, uh, he is also going to make two attacks against the guard on the other side of Amos. Okay, and similar to you, Della, you see he, he, he manages to get one uh, quite nice strike in as he dives in with the dagger. Um, you see a spout of blood come come flying out. Ooh, that's a decent damage roll. Um, very nice. Yeah, he gets a he get, he gets a nice strike on this guard. So sort, of, sort of jams the dagger up beneath the armor, and for his second strike. Uh, he unfortunately uh, again scrapes off off the metal of the armor, but that will end his turn. Otto. Ah, no. Um, you you might argue that this is perhaps not the time for experimentation, but uh, it's worked well for me so far. So um, I've been curious about the the cleanliness of these corridors. So I'll see what I can do in that in that regard. So um, do I have a clear view of the of the entrance to the room? Can I see the troll, for instance? You, yeah, so, so 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 the troll is kind of almost pretty much directly in front of you. Obviously, it's a it's a little way off, but you've uh, you, you can see it for sure. Right. So sorry, I should have done this before um, before it was my turn when I was. But I'm so engrossed. I'm going to vomit a swarm of insects. Okay. Into talk the room. To, yeah. Talk to me about vomit swarm. Um, it is one standard action. Personal range, I, in effect, is one swarm of spiders. I vomit forth a swarm of spiders that attacks all other creatures within its area. The swarm begins adjacent to me. There's no living creatures are within its area. It moves in one direction of your choosing at its normal speed. That's you all your allies. I was, I was going to say, so just ju just before Otto does this, like you are aware that you have Alwyn kind of in front of you off to your left. No, I wasn't in front of you. Well, well, well says, Otto would be, Otto would be. Yes, yeah, so I can move the swarm or change the swarm's direction by spending a standard action to concentrate on the swarm. Otherwise, it continues moving in its current direction. Could you put it, like, drop it next to the troll? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Mm. If your caster level is at least seventh, you can vomit forth a swarm of wasps instead. 
Okay, so um, with Vomit Swarm, uh, the area of that spell is is a 30-foot cone. Right. Uh, so if you were, as we say, if you were to kind of unleash that from where you are, you mm. would certainly hit. You could, you, you could definitely hit all three of the enemies by doing so. Uh, however, mm. you would also hit Alwyn, uh, Amos, and probably Clovis as well. So if I if I move forward a little bit, yeah, um, I'll move forward uh, until they're no as, as, until they're no longer within range. Till it's just the troll. So it's just the troll. Okay, that's yes. fine. Uh, yeah, you can you can absolutely do that. So y- you'll have to kind of move into the room and round to one side. What's your speed, yes. Otto? It's twenty. My speed is um, I think it's twenty-five. Um, my speed is twenty feet. Yes, twenty feet. Okay. So let's see how far you can get. So I'll move up to uh, just uh, just as far into the room 20. as I need. Yeah. That's, yeah, so um, you'll need to use all 20 feet to kind of get around behind Della to get a good angle on on, on the troll. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that Winter Guard has used his reaction, so he doesn't, he's not able to take a swing at you. And you cast Vomit Swarm. Uh, what does the troll need to do? Is it a, mm. uh, dex, uh, a reflex save? Um, it doesn't... It doesn't say... Should say on the spell description um, saving throw. Um, no, it doesn't. I vomit forth a, sp- a swarm of spiders that attacks all other creatures within its area. Mm. So that's that's all it says. It's a basic reflex save. Hang on a second. You mentioned something about caster level a second ago. If my caster level is seventh, I can vomit wasps. Are you... 13th. That sounds like you've got the first edition version of the spell, not the second edition. Right. Uh, Because the second edition version of the spell, um, I mean, it's a similar sort of thing. It's it's still something you can cast. Let me have a look. I thought I'd seen some. Belch forth a swarm of magical vermin. You evoke the (laughs) shape of your own imagination, allowing you to change the appearance of the creatures. Typically a mix of centipedes, roaches, wasps, and worms. Ooh. Doesn't change the effect of the spell. Um, the vermin swarm over anyone in the area. Their bites and stings dealing 2d8 piercing damage. A basic reflex save. There we a go, a basic that... reflex save. Right. And if, they, and if they fail the save, they also become second. Excellent. Second one, yes. Yeah. And uh... That is quite terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The thought of you just okay. belting out loads of... Uh... Feels Bugs. like a waste against just one enemy, but it's the troll. It's the it's yeah. the most formidable. Yeah, there's plenty of we we outnumber them anyway, so I, I can I can only engage one enemy. I mean, if that's also um, Stu, if that's how Neil wants to use his spell, oh, oh that's how totally. He uses yeah, it. I'm not, no, no, well, I'm not, I, I so. would I, I could use it against multiple enemies, but I could, I'd also be using it against friends because we would. Let's keep the troll busy. I don't I don't yeah. think I want it up in mm. our grill. <laughs> 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 Uh, so just just uh, just roll two d eight for me, Otto. And um, what's your what's your spell save? My spell save is my spell save is is that my spell attack roll? Or... It's spell save DC, spell DC, one of the two. Spell DC, spell DC is is twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, so it does succeed on the reflex save. Roll, roll, roll a twenty three. 
However, it still takes some damage, so roll 2d8 for me. 2d8. Uh, D8. That's four plus eight. Twelve. Twelve points of damage. Uh, it is halved, unfortunately, um, as these the, these bugs kind of swarm across the creature. Um, mm. But it uh, it does take a bit of damage. Uh, however, it it, it it bats away the worst uh, the worst of this vermin. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that that's that all done. Um, end of Otto's turn. It is going to be uh, Alwyn. Do, do I have a, was that was that my, all my actions? Yes, it's one right. action to move into position, and then two actions to cast a spell. Two actions for the spell, right? Cool. Now everyone's piled into this battle. Um, is there anywhere with the guards? Basically, are there two spaces next to either of the guards? Uh, yes, there are. So. so Right now, you literally have like a horizontal line, horizontal conga line of death going across the entire the entire chamber. Um, in fact, I would I would just just describe what Alwyn sees. So Alwyn, directly in front of you, there is a line of space. Um, on the far left, there is Clovis. Next to him is a Winter Guard. Next to him is Brother Amos. Next to him is a Winter Guard. Next to him is Della. Next to her is Otto. Next to Otto is a wall. The troll is kind of past this entire line of people. Right, okay. Uh, so Alwyn would like to raise his shield, move up to the guard on the left, so between Clovis and Amos. Yep. And order Chardonnay to attack the other guard, the one between Amos and Della. Okay, so one action to move, one action to command Chardonnay. Uh, one action left, and then uh, two... Raise shield. Oh, raise shield for Alwyn, gotcha. Yeah. And then one attack for Chardonnay, please. And an attack for Chardonnay. And uh, it's Jaws' attack. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, it's a 19 on the die for 29. Ooh. 29 is a hit for Chardonnay. Okay, but not a critical hit, that's a shame. It's not flat-footed, otherwise it would have been. Okay, and uh, Chardonnay... Not, not a Chardonnay, at least. No, Chardonnay does five points of piercing damage. Five points of piercing damage, very nice. Sinks his teeth in. Right, uh, is that... I think that's you all done, isn't it? That's my go. Right. Okay, so at the at the end of Alwyn's turn, we are round to the troll. Uh, so, as I've previously stated, so he the troll was kind of sat on the ground, um, already has its club out. He's going to take an action to stand up. Uh, it is then, it then uh, takes a step forward, very small step forward. It doesn't need to go much further. And for its third action, it is going to hit. Um, you know what? It is going to hit Otto, who was just a blast of stinging insects. <laughs> so you see this uh, the, uh, as as this creature kind of shakes and brushes off the last of these these stinging insects and biting creatures. Um, it looks at looks at you, Otto, and you just feel malice mm. in its uh, in its eyes. And it uh, it brings the club down towards you. Okay, that's not uh, uh, 25. 
That hits. Liberating step. Thank okay. you. That's very prescient. That's uh, 14 points of bludgeoning damage, reduced to um, 7. I believe. Yeah, that would be correct. So seven points of bludgeoning da- da- damage, Otto, as, uh, as the creature bring, brings the club down on top of you. Um, and you do see that uh, the the injuries it, it had been dealt by uh, by your spell, uh, they, they all close up. Just as a reminder, Otto can step as a free action. Can I? Oh, okay. Yes, I'll, but that was his last go, wasn't it? His last... I mean, you can move anyway if if you want to, Otto. Like, um, just to reposition yourself or something. I, I will reposition myself a bit further out of his range. Yeah, you can use your step to move uh, to move backwards. Nice. Right. <laughs> I'm not moving back into more danger from the guard, so I'm not. No, 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 you're not no. because you're right. you're kind of round round behind Della. You can you can kind of pull yourself into a corner. Right. Okay. Uh, end of the troll's turn then. Uh, we're around to Maori, uh, who is going to move into the room and is going to make two attacks with a flail against the guard that's your, uh, your, your, your next to Alwyn. Okay. Okay, and again, um, gets one, one good strike on him. As, uh, yep, the flail kind kind of wraps around the guard's uh, the guard's neck for a second. He twists it free, um, not 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 the neck. He's not he's, he's not that strong, um, mm. but uh, yeah, does some uh, does some damage to the winter guard. Uh, the second attack again is deflected off off the shield. We're back to the top of the round. It's Brother Amos. Ooh. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna stick to this winter guard that I threw the flail at. Sure thing. With a flurry of blows. Ooh. I rolled a natural 20. Excellent. Excrement. (laughs) Let's get a good card. Uh, Yeah, let's roll some damage and, yeah, first of all, let's roll some damage and double it. I just rolled another one for my second you're, you're joking. <laughs> no. Double crit. Yeah. Bloody hell. Well, roll damage. Uh, roll two lots of damage. Uh, this guy's just going to melt into the floor. <laughs> a six and a ten. So is, the, oh, is that double on both? Oh, I double them? Yeah, it's a critical mm-hmm. hit. Uh, okay, so uh, a twelve and a twenty. So that's 32 points of damage. Um, so the two critical cards you drew, Brother Amos, uh, the first was a tiring blow, which makes the, makes the target fatigued, and the second was uh, to your thinky bits, which means uh, the target becomes stupefied. Uh, so kind of... I wish I'd gone for the troll now. <laughs> your, first, uh, your first attack, you punch kind of through... The armor on the sternum. You find uh, the kind of solar plexus. Wins the guy for a second. You can see he's a bit dazed and wobbly. You follow up with an uppercut, um, and you watch it, the guy kind of staggers on his feet for a second, and then the flail slips limply fr- from it from his hand, 
and the rest of him follows it to the ground. Yeah. Nice, nice work, brother. Amos. Who's next? You've got two actions left. <laughs> All of that a... with just one go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a pop at the troll now. Okay, so your first action, you'll, you'll need to move into the troll, yep. into reach of the troll. Sure. And then I will powerfully oh, fist him. That's fun. As you step in... Oh, no, that... Uh... No, you were within its reach already. As you step in towards it, Brother Ramos, it will make a swipe towards you. Okay. Uh, with the club, that is uh, 28 to hit. Oh, yes, that hits. Okay. Uh, that is oof, 18 points of bludgeoning damage. It just clocks you with the club as you, as you rush forwards. In, and I have an action left. You've got yes, you've got an action left. In that case, I'm going to back away. <laughs> going to back away. You don't. You don't want yeah. to waste your time. <clears throat> sure. No, I don't. I'm not looking too healthy. Fair enough. Um, so where do you want to back away to? You, you get um, a sense that if you if if you want to get out of its reach, you will need to move at least ten feet. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah, I'll, I'll get out of its reach. Okay, so do you want to retreat into the other corner next to Alwyn and Clovis, or do you want to move up one of the staircases either side? Um, I'll move up a staircase. Okay, uh, you tell me, where do you want to go, left or right? Uh, left. Left, okay. You back away, perhaps very, very wisely as you do so. Uh, it's all going so well. <laughs> <laughs> that ends Amos's turn. It's Della. Okay. Is uh, am I just in reach of the guard, not the troll, at the moment? Uh, yes. You, you can hit the uh, hit hit the guard at the moment. Okay. Cool. In that case, I will hit the guard with my dagger. Stab, stab, stab. What I will say, Della. Obviously, Amos has moved away, um, mm-hmm. so you're currently not flanking with anyone. If you oh, wanted. Am I not? If you wanted to take a step, um, that would move you a bit closer to the troll. However, it would mean that, that you then uh, get flanking with Maori. Oh, I would do that then. Sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so I rolled a 29. 29. Uh, that is a critical hit, Della. Yay! Yay! So that's double damage with sneak attack. With sneak attack. Uh, so I rolled four, two, six, seven times two, fourteen. Fourteen points of damage. Very nice. You rush and you stick him again in the back of the armor. Yeah. And I'll follow that through with another stab. Okay. Which I do not follow through because uh, that would be a fourteen. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that second attack does miss as you go in as you go into strike mm-hmm. to strike with it. No. Okay. Uh, did that step count as a action? Uh, yes, the step the would have been an action. Yeah, cool. That's me done then. All right. Okay. So uh, at the end, end of Della's turn, uh, it is Clovis um, who is just going to call out to the rest of you. Help me with the big one, big one, will you? Um, he's going to run across. Troll does not have its reaction, so we can do it safely. He, he, he runs across kind of opposite um, opposite you opposite 
you, you Della. So the, so the troll is now in a murder conga. <laughs> and he's going to make two attacks with the dagger. Oh yeah, two good hits there. So Clo Clovis once again dives in. Um, gets a couple of nice hits. Yeah, two good hits there. Okay, uh, but that will end Clovis's turn, kind of as as he runs around behind and gets basically sticks the dagger in and te just tears like like a chunk out, out of the troll's back. Uh, the troll howls in pain, but all, all of you can see that injury is already uh, beginning to knit itself back together. End of his turn. It is Otto. Um, this troll is very dangerous, isn't he? I think uh, I might have to press the new button. I'm going to go for animal form. And I'm right. going to turn. I'm going to become a snake. So it becomes a snake. All right. Two actions to cast it, and then you've got an action left, Otto. Um, I will go and bite the uh, bite the troll. So you've only got one action. Range. It's two, two two actions to cast it. Actually, um, do, does the snake have reach? Um, doesn't doesn't say reach. Uh. Uh, I, I don't know. It says it says the speed it can move at, but um... yeah. So unfortunately, you would need to move into a in before you could hit it. You're still right. tight in the corner. Good. I, I will move into a, a position where I can I, I can move um, twenty feet. So I will I will move away from him so that um, I'm out of his range, ready so to attack next time. You are already out of his range, Otto. Right. If you if you've got nothing else else to do with that action, would you like to try and recall knowledge about this creature? Uh, yes, I would. Yes. All right. Worth remembering that this this is the thing you can do at any time. It just costs an action to do. Right. So. So what? Um. Uh, it's it's a secret roll. I'll make it for you. Um, okay. Oh, that's irritating. What is your? Nature modifier, Otto. Nature is nine. Nine, okay. Okay. Uh, yes. So, Otto, as you kind of look at look at this creature, you are aware that it is a frost troll. Um, uh, you've you fought you fought them previously. Um, they're typically a bit a, a bit dim-witted, but very mm. very brutish in strength. And if you like, I can tell you one piece of information about them. Is there anything specific you would like to know? Is he vulnerable to snake venom? Is he vulnerable to snake venom? No more than any other creature. But no less than any other creature? Yes. No more, no less. Right. That's all I need to know. All right. Uh, so you kind of learn that. You take your snake mm. form. You're ready for the next round. Helwyn. <coughs> Uh, 
so it, it's the guard that Alwyn was next to that's gone down, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. Right. Well, first action will be to tell Chardonnay to keep on at the other guard. Okay. So that two actions there. So that's going to be two <coughs> attacks from Chardonnay. Uh, the first one is oh, 15 on the dice for 25. That is a hit. Uh, and that is oh, max damage, 10 points of damage. Very nice. One attack, one action left. Uh, gonna take another attack. <gasps> Natural 20. Excellent. Gosh, so many crits. 25. Nice. 25. That is a critical hit for Chardonnay. Uh, so roll damage and double it. <gasps> Max damage again. <laughs> 20 oh. points of damage. Smashing uh, Piercing Dice damage. Gods. Dice gods are very much on your side tonight. Hey, They Thanks. really are. Um, yeah, okay. So, so how, how much damage was that? 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage, bloody hell. And yeah. Chardonnay gets a crit card. Chardonnay does get a crit card. The crit card that Chardonnay drew was shoulder wound. So until until healed, the target is clumsy and enfeebled too. So Chardonnay literally leaps up, um, tears a chunk out, out, out of this winter guard's guard's shoulder. You see you see the armor buckles. Um, they 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 sort of, they sort of shout in pain, and as as Chardonnay kind of lands back on the ground, uh, you see uh, the strength in their legs gives out, and they drop to the ground. They are dead. Yay! Good boy. Chardonnay. Um, right, I'll win second action. Uh, can I get round to the other side of the troll? Uh, you hang on. What's your movement? Uh, 25. Uh, depending on how far around it you want to go, yes. So imagine um, the troll. Um, the troll is kind of in front of you, off to your left. Uh, Della and Clovis are kind of on, on opposite corners. Yeah, I, I just want to get enough to the other side to make it easy for someone to come up and flank with me. Yeah, sure. idea. So 25 feet can kind of get you um, around uh, next to Clovis. Okay, that'll do nicely. Uh, and with the final action, I'm going to stick it with the dagger. Yeah. All right, roll the attack. That is an 18 on the dice for a total of 31. A total of 31 is a critical hit against the troll. <gasps> nice. Yes. Oh, smashing this. Uh, I love it. Eight points. Um, and I get to choose between piercing and slashing, don't I, with the dagger? Uh, you do, yes. Uh, I'm going to go for eight <coughs> points of slashing damage. Eight points of slashing damage, okay. Uh, you you cut with the dagger, and it was how many? Eight. eight. All right, okay. You cut into the troll with, with a dagger. It howls in pain and in rage, and it turns slowly to face you, Alwyn. Uh, is that you done? That's me done. Right. Okay. Um, so the troll in front of you, kind of as as you stab into it, out, Alwyn, you tear out this torrent of blood. Uh, th this torrent of blood comes out as you stab it. Um, almost immediately, you see that injury begins to knit itself back, itself back together, um, as do uh, others others across its body. Um, it's still taking some, some some damage there. Like it's definitely uh, it's definitely 
um, wounded, but it is it is uh, it is se seeming to be slowly recovering itself. The longer this this goes on, and it turns to face you, Alwyn, with a menacing growl. And as it lifts its club up into the air, that is where we end for tonight, folks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 From the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Hooksounds.com and editing by Stu Jackson. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com. spend an action raising my shield because I thought there's multiple targets what's the chance <laughs> it'll go for me <laughs> I mean it's a pretty dumb creature man like it's you're, you're, you're the last person to hit it so you know yeah yeah no I, mm. I, I, I get that now, you know what would be more terrifying than Otto throwing up a load of insects is Otto turning into a shark and then throwing up a load of little mini Ottos <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. All producing flame. <laughs> <laughs> producing flame or producing phlegm? 
I can do both. On <laughs> well, the, <quest>. yeah. <laughs> the shark vomits loads of little ottos, and then they in turn vomit loads of little insects. Oh. <laughs> that's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> that is, that yeah. is a pretty, pretty intense nightmare for you right there. <laughs> yeah. Or I'd like to a load see of little lottos, which each vomit a load of little lottos. <laughs> yes. Vomit uh, a load of little lottos. Infinite uh, autos. Anyone who encounters me and survives is permanently traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> they, they never, they never really get over it. I'm, I'm going to say, do we need spells for that? In fact, do my um, do in fact, my friends are permanently traumatized by being in my presence. <laughs> yeah. 